0: (laughs) hey gals hi everyone welcome back to no substance um how are the gals doing this week i had a bad week so
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i will say i did not have the bad week that you did i had a very okay fine uneventful week um let's see yeah i can't even think of a single thing that i did any highs any good thing that happened Oh, actually, no. I talked about this last week. I had my wood carving class this week. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) So on um, Sunday morning, no, Saturday morning, I went over to some friends of mine from church. And by that, I mean my parents' friends from church. And we (laughs) sat in their driveway and this like old Scandinavian woman was teaching us wood carving. And so I've done wood carving with a soft wood, but we were using a harder wood this time. And I was carving a spoon instead of a dollar horse. And if you don't know what a dollar horse horse is, I'm very sorry. That is very sad. And that means you're probably not Scandinavian. But that's okay. So I was working on a spoon and a butter knife. So that's my update. <laughs> I got Hi. some
0: gummies at IKEA today. Oh, like, I love and IKEA gummies. About- They're honestly really good. In the sour
1: Vikings.
0: Uh, Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I was like, I was like, ugh,
1: Scandinavia. You know, Scandinavian vibes in IKEA. Thanks, IKEA.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Do I have a single high of this week? Um, I tried to write one out, but I've already forgot it because it was so not a high that. Oh, uh, what register. about party? Oh, yeah, we had a party on my deck with um, our families, and it was delightful. We drank a lot of presses and then we made a fun cocktail. It was great. Um, that was good. Also, I just realized that I'm packing to leave, and I love packing for school because you just get to pack everything, and I get to look at all the stuff that I have and think about all the use that I will have <laughs> oh at <my> school. <laughs> I don't That's like a the gadget actual girl. Like, The action of packing is annoying when it's like the last day and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff. How do I fit it? But when it's like early days a week before you're trying to like figure out what you need, delightful. Yeah. And my lows is that I still have to work a job and I would like to be finished with that.
1: Yeah. I forgot about my low. My low is that somehow I don't have any time now like I've had all quarantine to do stuff and Mm -hmm. now in these last like two weeks I'm like I need to do all these things I need to do this and why didn't I do forgot everything um so that's a low is feeling stressed out when I absolutely did not have to
0: yeah I was home for six months and yet I'm unprepared okay Lindsay we need to hear this story tell us what your high and low of the week so my high and low um basically is the same thing um i had a little run-in with miss rona and you don't know who miss rona is that is the coronavirus um my low was i was in the vicinity of someone i won't expose them um because my mom told me i couldn't and on the podcast and um i was with someone who tested positive And I didn't know that until I'd already flown out to move into school. And so, like, all my moving plans got shifted. And I obviously was, like, quarantining until I got my test results. And I was so stressed out that, like, I started, like, giving myself symptoms that I thought were, like, part, like, my chest was tight. I was, like, sweating. (laughs) I was so nervous I had it. Um, but my hi is, I'm COVID-free, baby, and um, yeah. And, that's so it. And, so and so is Carolyn. And so is my mom. So I now have, like, not been exposed to anyone that I know with the coronavirus, and yeah, now I don't have to quarantine. Um, yeah.
1: Well, we have to quarantine for school. We have to
0: quarantine for school. Absolutely buzzing about
1: that. Can't wait. But, but I yes, no, gas. that's amazing news and it was honestly like we're recording this what tuesday and you got your test yesterday
0: mm-hmm. so yeah. you
1: probably wouldn't have been exposed to anybody in that time you know i so would guess
0: between when i got my <laughs> negative test i mean i really haven't done i went to target today ikea mm-hmm. and there well, there's mom, a mask mandate in minnesota so hopefully i've been wearing, I've been wearing be my good. mask i've been sanitizing i've been keeping my distance so um I believe yeah. in that. All yeah. right, let's get into something a little a little more, more fun, perhaps. Let's talk about our recommendations for the week, for the forever, maybe.
1: For the ever. You go first, Grace. All right, I'll start. I feel like you've got something. <laughs> I
0: have stuff to share. So this has been the quarantine of Britain. That's like the summer of Britain, but it's been six months. So I've just been consuming a lot of content with surrounding Britain, with British people, and I have two recommendations this week, wildly different, both British. The first is this really, really, really good show on HBO called I May Destroy You. It's about a Black woman living in London with all her friends, and then it details the first episode, she is assaulted, and then it kind of details her experience. So it's really funny at times, and also obviously really poignant, and like it's just really interesting to watch her navigate um this like post assault world and like she has to deal with police, she has to deal with like her emotions, and it's an amazing show. It's written by this, it's like written and directed, created by this woman named Michaela Cole, who used to have a show on Netflix called Chewing Gum. But anyway, it's amazing. I would recommend this to anyone. The 10th How many episode, seasons are out? There's only one. It-, it started like oh, there's only one. Season. It started in like June, maybe. And there's 10 episodes. I think the last episode came out today. So I'm going to watch it tonight. Very exciting. Actually, there might be 12 in a season. But the 10th episode came out today. So it's super good. Pivot from that. Another British TV show we should all be watching is Love Island. I (laughs) have watched um, seasons four through present, which I think that's only I think this is season six. But there was a season in winter. And I didn't watch that because I actually had things to do and I had a kind of a happy, fulfilled life. But that's no longer the case. So enter Love Island. It's been great. There's 35 episodes to consume and it's really been a great season. So thank you
1: to the February
0: Love Island team for bringing me some joy right now. Would recommend.
1: Um, I will just say she has not stopped talking about Love Island. She has not stopped writing down phrases that these yes. British people say. I mean, in um,
0: my accent work has gotten so much better before I couldn't do a Scottish my accent, accent at all. Work. I really think <laughs> I can. I feel like I've just really got the British accent solid. And then the Scottish accent is coming along. So, okay.
1: Okay. I'm excited for when you actually get it. So I don't have to hear the, constant the only bad. phrase, the only phrase that I can say in a Scottish accent. Yes. Um, I've been experiencing a lot of her, practicing and yeah. I wouldn't say it's my favorite thing, but you know, it's still there. Yeah. Um, I won't
0: expose it on the pod, the only word that I can say in a Scottish accent, but um, hopefully I'll get better and then I can. So And you can.
1: Thank All you. right, Lynn's
0: what's your rec? So I totally forgot we had to give a recommendation, but I'm just like this is the most pure recommendation I can give because this is the only thing I've been doing. But I recently, I guess mine is also a show, but I um, started rewatching, not rewatching, but picked up Shameless again. So I stopped watching Shameless at like season six, I would say there's 10 seasons of Shameless. And I forgot how much I like the show. Like I think for a lot of people, if we don't know um, much about Shameless, like it can be kind of dark and a little bit depressing to watch. And the humor is also really like, dark and raunchy and that kind of thing. And so, I mean, I really like it because I kind of like, like the dark humor and I think it's really funny. Um, but yeah, that would
1: be my recommendation this week. All right, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot hardcore. Um, and I'm going to say that my recommendation is business Costco. Okay, go with me here. So <laughs> me and Grace... Obviously, we've talked about so much that we are moving. And so we decided we needed to take a trip to Business Costco, which is what supplies restaurants, basically. Wait, you didn't even go to a normal Costco? Okay, no. I went to
0: normal Costco today, but no. Where we got everything? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. A lot of people don't like, know. And a lot huge. of people don't. It's huge. And it's huge.
1: It's huge. Um, you can just basically get anything you want. Like, So first of all, it ranges from... You can get a restaurant like mixer, like a giant, like it's as tall as me, cake mixer, and for no. batter <laughs> yes. mixer, and it's like it's right there, and you're like, do I need this? Maybe, perhaps, uh, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> and then I swear there's an entire row of just giant pans, like baking pans, cooking pans, pots, and all sorts of like spatulas and a huge section of knives. It's absolutely crazy and then obviously you can get all your food, but I swear, like, I don't really know. I'm not okay. a Costco goer. So I went to Costco today, regular
0: Costco, for probably, like, the first time in a year, maybe, and business Costco is irregular, is what I would say, because everything is big there, and I was like, okay, this is just how Costco is, but I don't think that's true. You can buy kind of normal size things a regular Costco, yeah. so business Costco is a level up. Um, if you're actually trying to just live as a person alone, I would maybe not recommend going there, but was it a great time?
1: It was a great time. Did we go down every single aisle? Yes, we did. Did we spend an absurd amount of money? Yes, we did. An absurd amount of money. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but we have stocked up on some essentials because we will be quarantining for two weeks when we get to school. Um, So we decided for two weeks we need two hundred garbage bags. That's what we decided. <laughs> <laughs> and, so um, and you know so what? True.
0: Perhaps after quarantine we could use them, but who knows? We'll we even need who them. Knows? I don't know. We we'll just see.
1: we really needed to go to business. <laughs> so I would recommend business Costco just for the fanfare of it. Really, you it know, it was delightful. It was delightful. Um, That's a good so-
0: yeah, I don't it's know if they rec. have it in other cities. I would assume. Yeah, I don't actually know how it works. If you're in the Twin Cities, hit it up. I think it's in hit it up. Minneapolis.
1: Yeah, North Minneapolis. Um, off of Thirty Five Yeah, so head to Business Costco. That's my rec. Okay, that's great, and I really appreciate
0: that rec. I would second that rec um, just for the experience alone, but I think we need to talk about some pop culture. So this is obviously not pop culture, but it is the biggest news of the day. Joe Biden picked a VP, Kamala mm-hmm. Harris. Let's talk about it. Well, Kamala's my Kamala's my Cali girl. Um <laughs> gosh, she's NorCal too, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's like a Bay, she's like a bear girl. Um, but I mean for me like I'm not that surprised by the choice personally no, no, no. and like we we talked about this a little bit and um I feel like you know I think there are a lot of their political views align but and like you said I'm not surprised you picked a woman or a woman of color and and I like Kamala and I think she probably it appeals to a lot of Democrats. I mean she's not as progressive as, you know, I think younger like Democrats, liberals are, but I don't know. I I don't really yeah. know how I feel about mm-hmm. it. Like I I think I feel like
1: pretty indifferent. I'm I'm just not that surprised. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I had super high expectations. Yes. <laughs> um I I mean obviously we knew that Kamala was on the short list. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, I definitely considered her and she was obviously has a lot of ra- name recognition, which I think a lot of other people who are on the short list didn't have yeah um because definitely. I think like a lot of people didn't know who Susan Rice even was mm-hmm. um if you're not like involved in politics at all, so I think that was like a big thing um because she obviously ran for president as well, so yeah. I know I feel kind of similar. I think it's
0: frustrating because maybe we thought this was an opportunity to kind of get young people involved, get people who are really progressive. Involved in like feeling excited about this election. Yeah. And I don't feel that he really did that, but it's also not surprising that he picked someone who aligns with his political views. But yeah, on the record, I will vote for Biden and I will vote for Biden
1: Harris' ticket. So maybe it's. Yeah. No, obviously, I I think we all will. Um, She's not what we maybe would have wanted with her stances on, you know, police and prison and whatnot. But I think, you know, she still has some good things going for her, and she's obviously a very smart woman. Yes, and I'm hoping
0: that potentially she could move towards progress. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not trying to be too
1: optimistic or pessimistic, you know. Yes. Yeah, and
0: she's younger, which I feel like is something that he was also oh, yeah, because he's like a billion yeah.
1: years old. Yeah, this he's man's so like old. almost 80. Can you imagine your grandparents like running for office? Oh my god, that's oh a nightmare. God. It's a nightmare. Um
0: okay. So that, that took yeah. up we don't have we don't have too many views on that, but it's still important to discuss. Um, because these girls do not have no substance. They have lots of substance. So yep. they have lots anyway, of substance. Um now we're gonna talk about WAP. <laughs>
1: That's actually the Take most pivot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's um, the real news of this. Week. Can we
1: just talk quick about how Lindsay, who was it? No, Grace, you were talking about how some people hadn't even heard that it came out. I was talking to two dear friends
0: and there was a lull in conversation. I was like, So have y'all watched the WAP video? And they're like, What are you talking about? They had no idea what I was speaking about. So, to I, not even know, to not, not even know. know they didn't have a single comment they didn't know what i was talking about um so yeah we're no longer friends but um that's okay because now that's i'm okay. talking to people who understand what yeah what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on the video specifically okay i feel like what i really enjoyed also was the instagram posts from Meg especially yeah like I yeah. feel like in her posts, you got to like really see all the different outfits and mm-hmm. like you said the different colors and like the animals which is mm-hmm. cool and I think they did a good job hyping it up and yeah the, I think it's worth the hype I really like yes it. no I, I really just love it. I love Megan so much and yeah. then mm-hmm. I'm like I've never been like a super big fan of Carnegie, i think she's fun and i just feel like think them as funny. a duo though
1: is really fun and <laughs> yeah flirty yeah. i i would yeah agree if you're not following meg on instagram obviously hit her up because she's got great pics um she she's always like got a great so bikini young. yeah she's, she's so, young. so young
0: so she she understands what she's doing it's great
1: yes So I think that was like really reflected. You could tell that there was obviously stylistic choices like made by both of them, which I think so sorry, I'm just thinking about
0: the scene, like the green and the purple. That was like insane. That was so cool. Yeah.
1: And I feel like sometimes in music videos, you're like, no, the artist didn't do any of this. They had no vision. And I think that obviously in this video, like they had like their sense of humor and what they think is like cool and fun and hip Mm -hmm. so I I really like that
0: I thought it was great I thought it was fun um there's been controversies about it online first with Kylie in the video yeah I don't know that's like annoying that she's in the video but also Cardi was defending her so
1: well that's the thing it's like Like, who am I to say (laughs) I mean, if they asked her, I don't like her her. Um, because they, what was the thing that Cardi B or maybe she just like retweeted it or replied to, it was like, they do what they do best. Kylie's a model and she was (laughs) like strutting and Uh, stuff. It's like, she's not a model, but I guess. I don't know. I don't, it was
0: weird. And like, it was kind of, I feel like it was just to like elicit a reaction, but Cardi and Megan can do whatever they want. And so I welcome them for that. And also there is controversy with just literally like alt-right men, like Ben Shapiro, Hmm. just like hating on them. Which first of all, like obviously it's misogynist, but I think it's interesting because I would say this the tone of this song is completely equal to any of their other music. So I'm wondering what it was about this song that really like really decided outrage because any of Meg Meg's
1: songs are like the same, like anybody's There's so many artists who have explicit music right now. And they have for a long time. And I know. And obviously,
0: they were talking about, like, men, male rappers. It's totally the same thing. I just think it's interesting that this specific video.
1: Yeah. And
0: I feel like it's just because it's so, like, female pleasure oriented that Mm – And I think that's just – Exactly. Unacceptable. I think it's also the name, too. Like, I think that it's not, like – for a lot of rap songs, the name will be like maybe a little bit more ambiguous, or just just like yeah, and the hours will like hide with the it, weird weird yeah. are About and struggle, yeah. so, and I think also like they're women, so mm-hmm. like they're young women. women. Yeah, all these men making criticisms about it. It's like I'm sure you listen to rap songs. Like I'm yeah. sure you yeah. listen to just as worse things. Like it's just because it's like too younger women talking about it, but truly.
1: And these younger women would literally never give you the light of day. Like Absolutely they would not. never even pay attention to you in no. any sort of scenario. <laughs> and I think that's just so intimidating for some yes. men. And they're so uncomfortable with themselves that they can't accept it. mm mm-hmm. So true. And that's on them. And, and that's, that's on
0: that. Yep. That's all we have to say in the matter. So. Next, we'll be getting into our main topic talking about crushes. Uh, Stay tuned. All right, and we're back today. We are talking about crushes, specifically having many crushes, our celebrity crushes, what the point of a crush is. And we have this gorgeous reference text that we're all holding in our hands as we speak. And it's called How to Date Men When You Hate Men by Blythe Roberson. She's a writer in New York. I think she writes- for I was always thinking
1: Blythe, but maybe that's not right.
0: I, I feel like Blythe, Blythe is absolutely could be correct. It could be either. Anyway, um, we'd love to have you on the pod, Blythe. Reach (laughs) out to us.
1: (laughs) I follow follow her her on Instagram now. You are our
0: queen. We love this book. We've all read it, and it's truly just a delight. It feels like it has come from our own brain. But first, we just wanted to kind of get into this idea of crushes. Um, We're not necessarily spilling today. It's not about specific crushes we've had in our life. It's about the idea of a crush. And if we want to spill it, that's great
1: too. Yeah, I was going to say, but, speak for yourself, Grace. I'm yeah, going to be spilling all remember. the deeds. The
0: idea of a crush and Blythe, Blythe, sorry, girly. Um, it's about, <laughs> she starts the section, it's called Crushes. That's it. And she starts the section talking about this concept of joy and the concept of it's not about you. And basically what she's saying is that crushes are just supposed to be fun. And I think sometimes we put too much in them. We expect things to actually come out of them. And she has this lens that crushes should just be about yourself and like having some fun by like thinking someone is cute and getting to know them in your head. And it's okay if you make like build up a picture of them in your head, as long as you don't have expectations. And I think that's the problem with crushes. A lot of the time is you have expectations. You think you're actually going to be together. When if you're thinking about someone for a year and they don't know who you are, that's probably not a great foundation for relationships. You just have to keep in mind that crushes are really about yourself. They're not about the person you're crushing on. It's just supposed to be fun.
1: Yeah. Can I just jump in here? Yeah. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about my favorite part, um, which is basically her also saying, while they are all about you and they should bring you joy that does not mean that you should be obsessive about them because that just consumes your life and you don't want that as well with just a crush you don't want them to literally take out take over every thought and every conversation because that's not great for you but it's also annoying for the people around you i would say but she talks a lot about like walking this fine line of being boy crazy, which is just so patriarchal Mm -hmm. already because it's like, you never hear guys being talked about as girl crazy, of course, but it's just like, you need to make sure that you're not being obsessive and you're having fun. Um, and she writes this really funny list of like everything that you can do to not think (laughs) of your (laughs) crush, um, which I love. Um, so I'm going to try to kind of think of some ideas throughout the episode. I'll, I'll tell you later um, yeah. what you should do um, so you don't think about your crush. Okay, yeah. Lindsay. Oh, okay.
0: okay, I also <laughs> wanna to add to that, she also just brings up this idea, like you said, the patriarchal idea that like the time that women are thinking about their crush of any yeah, gender yeah. is like the time they could be using to do anything else. And while crushes are fun, it's just like you said, like you have to compartmentalize. Like If they take over your life, then she talks about how she spent like a year of her life like wondering if she was in a relationship or not wondering if this was a date or if it wasn't a date and she's like what could I have been doing with that time like would I have figured out my life would I have gotten a better job would I have thought about politics more like it's just Mm -hmm. a way to keep your mind closed when this is all you think about so I thought that was really interesting yeah yeah the section that I liked and I feel like is super relatable um as like women in college is her section I guess this is kind of a theme throughout the whole part about crushes is the idea of having like multiple crushes and having many crushes and just crushing on one person is actually super unhealthy because when you have like a basket full of crushes and you go to a party and a ton of your crushes show up then it's like ooh, like I have so many people to choose from. I have so many people to talk to (laughs) and focusing in on one person, which I think is is similar to the idea that Christina was talking about where you can just become super obsessive. And if that one person, you know, is talking to another girl or leaves with another girl and it's not you. And, you know, that makes you feel sad. But if you have multiple crushes at that party, then it's like,
1: oh, okay, one down many yep. more people to come like it doesn't matter yes. I will I, say like with this I am totally guilty of this um, oh my many God. times <laughs> terrible so heart. within this last year um but I will say like the thing that she really emphasizes is that the crush that you're having the person that you're crushing on does not know probably that you have a crush on them no. and they're in no they especially way don't wrapped They don't know the depth (laughs) of this. They're no way wrapped up in this. And like, if they leave with another person, they don't even know that they're hurting your feelings because they're not aware of what's going on inside of your head. So it's just, you have to be so careful because it's like, they're and that's no fault of them and I think sometimes yes. we do that and like we're like oh well he left with her and it's like well he yeah. can do whatever he wants because we're not connected in any way. Yeah.
0: It's so easy you to lose self-worth on this idea of someone and you've never actually spoken to them or actually made a move but then you still get hurt because they're doing things without knowing and I was so guilty of this freshman year of high school. I was 14 years old and I was literally obsessed with this guy and I learned everything about him and it was that is my true truest tendency and I just have to pull myself back like if I think a guy's cute I can't look up anything about him because it can spiral so quickly like I knew everything about his family everything about what he likes to do I knew his favorite musician like one time he was talking about this band and I had to pretend that I didn't know that it was his favorite band and that I had, like, made a full playlist of its music to pretend that I also oh, liked no.
1: them. Oh, And no. I would, like,
0: try to play the music. I would, like, I had to pretend I didn't know his sister's names. Like, it was truly mm-hmm. crazy. And it consumed all my thoughts. And then I got hurt when he started dating someone else, even though I had never made moves. Like, it was never made moves. not his fault, but I got hurt. So... <laughs> You know what I think also, though, like, I think that people can be really guilty of this, like you said, Grace, where they can get super obsessive, make up all these scenarios, like, girls, you know, as far as I know, because I'm talking to girls mostly about this can, you know, start researching and like learning all these things about people but i
1: also zillowing <laughs> houses sorry
0: zillowing houses not, i would never do that that's this <laughs> information I, system i, I don't, don't know, know what zillow is i've never used it <laughs> sorry um but i also think that like friends can just can be equally as guilty do you know what i'm saying like i think that friends can like you can tell your friends about a crush, which I think is totally fine, but (laughs) I think that friends can, like, also (laughs) hype up the situation, and yes, yes, we are all guilty of that, (laughs) and we're always doing Uh, a bit, uh, and we just have to escalate it, and make it funnier, and funnier, and then sometimes you're like, wait, does this person, is he actually in love with me, or have I only talked about (laughs) with my friends, okay, yes,
1: I think, I mean, and that's so fun, like, I think that's so fun, but when he's and, and I guess, again, if that's your only crush, then it's like, okay, Whoa. well, now <laughs> I have this weird bit with my friends about yes. him, if so I can't actually it, pursue it him. Yeah. Um, but I want to go back to, like, the having millions of crushes, and she talks a little bit about how that can help you develop your type, too, oh, yeah. I um, too. which I thought that was interesting because when you have millions of crushes, they're not all going to be so similar. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to be interested in different things and do different things and whatnot. But then I feel like it can help you figure out what the most important, like, aspects of another person is so that you can, when you are going to date someone, you know what you want. You know? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. Because you admire different things in people when you see them in different situations like you could see you could have a crush in your math class or in your I would never org or (laughs) Lindsay please where are your math crushes or in your student org or like you they live in your dorm or something but they bring different things like one of them you might just think is really cute so you start learning a little bit more about your physical type one, you realize that having a common interest like a student org is really cool to you, and you like that they're passionate about something, and I just think that's so key. And not only do millions of crushes keep you from obsessing about one, they also just like are fun because you see them more and you get to learn about yourself, and that's mm-hmm. great. Do you guys think that's this is what I was asking? Sorry, but go ahead. do you think that you've had? enough crushes to know what your type is or do you think that you're still like your type is still expanding like how do you guys feel about that
1: okay I think recently I think this is even in quarantine I've just been aware of what I want in a future partner and I know I don't know if this is this is from actually I have one new crush and so he's interested in similar <laughs> politics and whatnot and I really like that so I think that that will be a future mm-hmm. thing that I'm like I need someone to have the same politics with me because otherwise it's gonna like I don't want to have to fight for my like values and morals on a daily basis with another person oh my and I God. think I just
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a good basis I would say Well, no but I just mean yeah. like some
1: people can be with someone of a different yes. political party, yes. and yes. I can not in any way. I um, can't comprehend it, but it's good to
0: know that about yourself.
1: That you and it's not that they... I think also it's like I realized that I need someone who's politically active, not mm-hmm. that they just have these beliefs, but they're actively yes. using them. And I think and that's, that's a something... a big difference. It's a big difference, and I think that I've become more aware of that within these last few months and with my new crush, so... <laughs> Hey. I feel
0: like I have not
1: met enough people
0: in this world. I'm very picky, but I feel like with weird things, I don't know. I just feel like I don't really know my type. Um, Sometimes watching Love Island is really helpful to kind of (laughs) curating my type, curating my crushes, because you really see how men act in all kinds of different situations. And it just really shows you like that certain men are toxic and you wouldn't know it at first, but like There are certain red flags and I feel like that is something that is also key to learn about. Like if you're just observing someone a lot, you're probably going to learn kind of about what things like make them angry and what things make them do things that you kind of find repelling or unattractive. Like for example, on this show, this guy would always be really super, he would be super sensitive when his like girl would try to like joke with him and he would like blow up and to me, that is the most unattractive thing. Like he just, he it's a lot of like these British guys are super sensitive and like they feel like they have to be really manly. And that to me was the most unattractive thing. And I just feel like that was good to learn about. I don't know if I'm talking about crushes anymore or just Love Island, but still, I feel like it's important to learn to like view a lot of different people to kind of learn about your type. Yeah, I think I agree with Christina in that. I think during quarantine, I've had a lot of, like, self-reflection, mm-hmm. and I think oh I've, like, reflected on, um, like, previous crushes and, like, previous, I'm, like, not relation, like, not, like, a serious relationship, but, like, relationships I've had with guys, and I feel like I've, I've kind of come with the realization, like, I definitely have a type, obviously, physically, I have a type, my friends <laughs> all know that, but, like, mentally like I just think I have to be with someone like kind of similar to myself like someone who I like to think that I am like a low-key nerd do you know what I'm saying like I'm into like I like things that I feel like I don't outwardly show and I'm into but like they also like want to have fun want to have party but also like want to discuss books with me and watch like good movies and
1: documentaries and I don't know like
0: just I don't things- I don't
1: think that's too much to ask at all Lindsay. I, don't I mean, that's a nerdy job <laughs> no 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 just like yeah. those
0: little things like some guys are like I just want to like hunt and fish and watch
1: ESPN <laughs> I just can't with that I, I just can't cannot. I would say also looking back at my old crushes I just realized that my standards were so much like lower Like, it's just that they had to meet, like, so few criteria and I could still be attracted to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really changed. I'm not saying that I'm, like, a very sophisticated crusher or any in any way um, or that I will be in the coming years. I think it takes a while. Um, That's why I'm always so surprised with people who find the person they want to be with so early because I'm like, I feel like my type has shifted so much, but... (laughs) but that's just me. So it's not everyone.
0: Okay. I totally agree with what you guys are saying about quarantine. Like, I feel like I've just become more, like I've realized a lot more things about myself and how I kind of relate to other people. I think especially being alone so much and having to relate to people online and sometimes in person, I feel like I've seen things that I really value and things that are just not very attractive to me. And I do think I've gotten more particular, but I don't think it's a bad thing. It might mean no. that I have less crushes, but it's also it's like, still a million, still a million, but maybe 999,000. But I do feel like every time I go to the grocery store, if I see someone my age, I'm like, are we about to have a meet cute?
1: Yes, I literally think that, especially during <laughs> quarantine, I've been like, yeah, oh my gosh, this is me meeting the man of my dreams right now. I really
0: think I'm like, is something about to happen right now? Even if I don't find them that cute, even if they're my age, I'm like, are they checking me out right now? (laughs) If anyone (laughs) gives me a glance, that's my age. And they're probably just acknowledging like, oh, another person my age in the store buying groceries. I just assume that we're about to follow I
1: don't remember, and their- I think that that is fair, Grace. I'm going to support you in that. Thank you, and I think yeah. it's also
0: key. She mentions this in the book: is the blindness of crushes. I don't remember any single person of the grocery store that I've looked at that was cute and thought we were going to fall in love. But I think those moments were important. And those were important. I'm glad I had them. And I think we should talk about celebrities now. I was trying yeah. to brainstorm, and I don't, I don't think I had any super serious celebrity crushes. What about you guys?
1: Well, I would say that we're all really into Twilight so we should all say it's not true I never read them or watched the movies remember until Corn okay well but now you're right
0: really you're right now I know, was really...
1: okay so I always <laughs> liked yeah we're bringing the books and the movies to our house yep. Yep. um I, I will I say that I always loved Edward more as a character but I thought when I was younger, I was sorely, like, confused, and I thought Taylor Lautner was hotter. Me too! No. Me, and I, that me was a too. really toxic thing. I don't know yeah. why. Well, I think he was just closer to our age, maybe, that we were confused.
0: Also, vampires, yeah. like, they're not supposed to be, like, cute. They're supposed to be, like, sexy. Like, they're supposed sexy, to be, like, hot which in not icy way, which was not my thing
1: when I was 12, obviously. But now I'm Edward Cullen. Like, I was to his like I I got I liked his personality and I yeah, liked who he was, but now I like every part of him. I'm a Robert um, Hansen fan. Stan, yeah. Stan.
0: Not of his work. I don't really watch his movies, but just of his life. He seems fun. <laughs> Lindsay. I definitely think of Edward now. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. So growing up, I was a huge Taylor Lautner. Like he was a huge crush. Everyone for me. was. <laughs> I had a little life-size poster of him shirtless in my room. It looked I would wake up in the middle of the night and think someone was standing by my bed because I would face my bed basically and it was my parents, it would freak everyone out. Um I was obsessed, but looking at him now, I'm like, I don't
1: Where is he? Him. Where is he? What
0: is he doing? I, don't know. I just he's don't think not- he's so cute. He's not my type anymore, but also someone who, like, I still feel like is kind of my type and always has been is Ryan Gosling. Like, I feel like I saw The Notebook (laughs) in middle school and was like, yes, that's my husband. Like, I just think his, like, I hate this word, but, like, his
1: swagger
0: is, like. Oh, my uh, God. No, it's truly his personality. Like, when he was in. Ah, Easy A. The love. Oh, he was
1: no wait, so no. Dumb. No, I'm saying
0: who I also love. I love Ben. Okay. But when he was in Crazy Stupid Love, I was like, "Is this really the hot guy in the world?" He also got really like fit and like buff for that movie, so he looked chef's kiss, yeah. obsessed, exceptionally well. I, like I look at him today. If I look at a picture of him, I'm kind of like, mm, But it's just like his personality. Yeah. I've like, also been loving in quarantine Jake Gyllenhaal. To me, he and Ryan Gosling yes. are similar people. He grew so, out. They're very head similar. Head. He's doing very weird things, and I love it. It's very- I funny. love him. He's so cute. So cute. Um, <laughs> my very early crush that, it's not that early, but the earliest one I can remember is I always loved Liam Hemsworth,
1: especially mm-hmm. in the Miley
0: era, like, last song. Okay, what a, so you were Hunger
1: Games, you were Gale, but. I
0: was Gale, but I feel like I was PETA in the books. Okay. But I, yeah. I don't like Josh Hutcherson in
1: any way. He was so
0: annoying to me in the movie. So oh, um,
1: see, I loved I him, love him in Bridge to Terabithia. Okay, yes. so that was the start of my love for Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> um, but then when he was in the Hunger Games series, I loved him too. I, like, I was for sure PETA all the way. So I would say he was a very – but because I also loved Bridge to Terabithia, that movie, I think – like, that started it, and then because he was in that, and then The Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, I really don't even played. remember Gail. I feel like he was kind of toxic, but- He was toxic. Liam Hemsworth, he was so hot to me, but in the books, I really liked Peter.
1: So. Yeah, and then I would say that another person I had a crush on was Andrew Garfield because of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just so thought he funny. was, like, the perfect combination of cute and nerdy and, and then athletic and, Yeah.
0: And I feel like Tom Holland is very similar for like he's not really my type but I feel like if like you were younger I feel like he would be the same kind of like non-threatening, yeah. like cute. Yes. Yeah, and that's my celebrity crush. Just kidding. But we need to end the segment, so. Need to I just more.
1: <laughs> All right. So we're back with a rank Absolutely gorgeous of us. Um, we're actually having a real rank. Yes, Last time yes, maybe not a rank, but I'll call
0: anything a rank if we are yeah. passing judgment, and that's that
1: we're passing judgment as we should be about men. Yes. and we're gonna do the same thing this week um, <laughs> because we, we love to be haters, oh, yeah, and I think I agree. I think they deserve to be hated on all of these things. yeah, so we're going to talk about the worst things that a man can wear and we're going to rank them and we're going to do a little discussion. We've made a, we've pre-made a list, but we haven't even, we haven't Disgusting. even, touch, haven't even, we ranked. haven't even, we don't know. Is, yeah, fresh. this is so fresh. Yeah, this is so fresh. Um, so let's start from the very bottom. Um, okay. We're looking at the list and I will say, I don't hate jerseys over sweatshirts that's not okay, like, to me del- that's
0: there. the least egregious I will uh, I will agree I, it's I just kind think... of it's like all right it's a little clownish but it's not the worst like you can still look okay I think I think it's because we're in college and so like it's just too common every boy ever like <laughs> for them I feel like they feel like being, like, kind of cool or formal is, like, throwing
1: a jersey over their sweatshirt. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like boys in college think that's dressing up. That's Wait, true. I just, I think it's absolutely despicable that I'm wearing, like, a gorgeous, like, crop top shirt yeah. that's, like, flowery, fun, some beautiful jeans, awesome sneaks, and then they show up in yep. a sweatshirt with a jersey over it? Like, yeah. that is disrespectful. Yeah, that's called disrespectful.
0: But of all of these the least disrespectful. The, least, the so,
1: least disrespectful and like you like when you see it you're just like okay, you know what? They're probably yeah. not that interesting, but at least at least it's not something else. So I'm going to put yeah. that at the bottom.
0: Yes. For you know me oh. next least bad sporty baseball caps. Mm, so explain this Tina. Explain this.
1: Well, okay. So I I don't love a baseball cap because I think it just reminds me of being outside, like not in the city, and I'm yeah. just thinking. But I feel of, like you, yeah, you're thinking of like the trucker hat. I think, yeah, a, a trucker hat. I but think that like also says the wild. Being, <laughs> that says, says the says the wild. World. But I'm also thinking of like ones with like American flags on it. Yeah, yeah, like those gross patriotic hats. Yeah, hats mm-hmm. get
0: a they have a bad rap right now.
1: They have a bad rap, and I'm like is this doing you any favors with this, like, super, like, it's so tight, and it's, like, got that, I don't know, that's just me. And it's covering
0: up your already bad haircut, like, yeah, I think the reason that you, like, and I understand why you hate it, is, like, sometimes guys just throw it on when it's, like, you really actually made your outfit worse, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, it's just, like, they think that it is not a part of their fit, and it is,
1: it obviously just is. like your hair
0: is a part of your fit in a way, like yeah. it all works together.
1: It's an accessory. So yeah, so don't I would say. say that, but I, I agree. It can be it can be done well. So I don't. If you have a cool
0: baseball top. hat, dope. Well, I'd love to see it. But the ones we're seeing in Taylor's Falls, Minnesota, are not <laughs> that. So That's all I have to say.
1: Okay. I'm what trying you to thinking, make- lens.
0: <sighs> I mean, you all know, and listeners, you'll know which one I hate the most. Um, okay, but next, next worst. Um, ooh, I think the the next least worst <laughs> would have the um sweatpants that are open, and I even put <laughs> one on the list. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that one to me is kind of bad. It's pretty bad. There's but, definitely
1: one but that I would put before that. Worse.
0: What? No way. I think that's Oh, Cyrus lens. Okay.
1: You're, you know, telling me,
0: you're telling me you'd go for a man O's in Osiris's? Anyone who's wearing Osiris's no. O's past the fifth grade. To me, it, that's worse that's, than the sweatpants that are open. That's, so I agree with Lindsay. It's just like for men.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Wet. I totally no, was you, thinking about it the wrong way. The okay, way. way. Okay, you're right. I
0: think this is the correct ring. No, this is correct. Like, like, this like, this is correct. You're right. They're not good. They're not flattering
1: Especially when they're just a little bit too short, like that is the worst (laughs) thing.
0: They're like flooded. I'm like, oh, I'm just like, when are men gonna stop wearing boot cut things, (laughs) straight leg or like tight? Like it doesn't matter. You're, I don't. And it's like I hate when guys also. I'm sorry, I'm becoming a hater. When guys who maybe have like bigger butts, thicker thighs, whatever, whatever, they're like, I can't wear tight. Pants. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Just find ones that fit. Tailor don't them. wear bootcut jeans. <laughs> That's, don't all wear That's all yeah. we're
1: asking. all we're Don't we wear, wear anything bootcut. Unless you are literally like out with horses at that moment. Like yes. if you were out at that only if you are literally on a horse, can you be wearing a bootcut jean that same yeah. yes. time?
0: A hundred percent. Okay. Looking at this list, to me the next The next worst, worst. (laughs) the next worst is going to be, uh, ripped jeans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: they're, they're getting up there. They're getting really bad. But as Mm -hmm. we spoke about, it could potentially be a good look. This is actually Christina's words. As I'm thinking about it, I can't picture that scenario, but I'm believing in you, Christina.
1: Oh, I have been shown on fashion TikTok that if the right man is wearing a ripped jean, yeah. Okay, fashion it can TikTok be absolutely are not, gorgeous. They're different man? than the
0: men we're seeing. I'll say
1: that. No, absolutely. They're not, absolutely. not, they're 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 not, not even yeah. real.
0: No, they're all models and I'm happy for them. So ripped jeans generally I'm picturing ripped like, jeans ripped and jeans. like an
1: acid and wash like- ripped <laughs>
0: jean. <laughs> like with so many rips, like it's not just a knee, it's like rip 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 rip. Yeah. And then like a hoodie. Skinny, like super tight yes. shoes, and then like yes. clunky sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Yes. I completely uh, agree. Okay, next worse. I think the shorts I would say long disagree. shorts. I would yeah. say Osiris's. They're not They're like long shorts. You think shorts long benefit. shorts are better. You think long shorts are worse than Osiris sneakers? Absolutely. I don't know. The Osiris sneakers just, are too I'm much saying, for me. Just picture picture a guy. Picture him. Yeah, with, okay. Picture him with long shorts and okay shoes, like baggy shorts, and then picture him with tailored shorts and Osiris's. I would pick the guy with <laughs> shorts
1: and Osiris's. You know what? You're Actually, picking a man yeah. with a five inch short <laughs> and the shoes that are <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I can't agree with that because although I find long shorts terrible, they seem like more innocent. Osirises are a choice. They're a decision <laughs> to be someone who wears Osirises. where sometimes people wear long shorts and it's like, oh. I didn't love that, but they didn't try to make a statement you with can, that. At least. But you can wear Osiris's as like a joke or to be kind of like quirky.
1: You can, I don't like Nobody's doing a joke that cost <laughs> them $120 to buy these shoes. I don't think it's true, but I think
0: what we can really agree on is the worst on our list. This was Lindsay's contribution, our number one hater of men's fashion. What is it? It is. Oh my God. This is there's nothing I hate more than men who think they can show their toes to the world. <laughs> I stand by the fact that I don't think guys should be able to wear open-toed shoes unless they're literally at water. Like, okay, you're at the beach, fine, haul pass. You're at a lake, haul pass. If you're running, just throw on some sneaks. Just throw on some sneaks. Men's toes are so... I can't get over this. I hate it. and <laughs> You I have a real thing this. about this. I, what we put on the list, listeners, list flip flops, which I think we can all agree with. This um, obsession with men's toes that Lindsay has, I don't know if I share that. I think sometimes a Chaco as camp counselor, so those were fine. A Birkenstock, sometimes. I don't love a sandal with a long pant. I'll have to say that. But to me, flip flop agrees. A
1: sandal. I, yeah, a flip flop with a skinny <laughs> jean? <laughs> with the <a> jean? <laughs> And guys, oh, wait. no a flip flop
0: with a boot cut jean. <laughs> Can you imagine something worse? <laughs> or still so the boot cut sweatpants <laughs> and flip flops <laughs> might be my worst. Honestly, baggy shorts and open toed shoes. So, and the so what we're thing, learning is these flip flops make every single thing on our list and the thing unbearable. Is I have a brother. I have a dad. Do they absolutely both own pairs of, like,
1: flip-flops and slides? Yes. Do I say this to their face? Absolutely. Okay. As long as you're honest. Yeah. That's what we love no, to absolutely. hear. No, absolutely. My dad was, like, he was driving me somewhere, obviously, because I don't have a car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, you're really wearing your flip-flops out? And he's, like, yeah, why wouldn't I? I'm, like, you're driving a stick-shift car in your flip-flops. That's honestly crazy. Um, that seems a illegal. driver, that's hard. Yeah, but um, I am personally embarrassed when I'm with someone, when I'm with a man and flip flops. I'm personally yeah. embarrassed. and I I'm, i would say
0: anti flip flops for everyone at this point.
1: Um, yeah, there I'm are not, other sandals. In I don't the world. think it just makes, I don't think it can ever make your foot look attractive. No. Unless it you've got looks gorgeous, tiny feet. outfit yeah. I would say.
0: And for girls too. Like- that's what I'm saying. Just wear a different sandal. There are so many
1: in the world. Just wear a platform yeah. Tiva. Come yeah, on.
0: That's, all. Oh that's all you need, girl
1: if you're not wearing a platform, yeah, you doing? And you're outing, you're
0: outing, so I'm glad we put together this list, I'm glad it's absolutely filled with hatred, and I respect that, so I think we need to close out the app now. Yeah, should I close it out? Yeah, let's close it out, Tina.
1: Okay. Well, as always, you can find us on Instagram at no substance. You can follow each one of us on Instagram. It's linked in our bio, and you can always send us an email to at nosubstancepodcast at gmail.com. And also, I think I said Instagram at No Substance. It's No nosubstancepodcast. Very yep, sorry. They're the same, baby. <laughs> so we'll catch you next week when we're finally all together. Woohoo! Woohoo! Talk to you later. Bye.